What's going on, everybody? This is Colin with. Hey guys, it's Elliot. And this is episode number 79, uh, where we are going to talk about some 2023 planning, what we've got going on, some things maybe you should be thinking about with your race schedule. I'm sure at this point, a lot of people have their schedules kind of in line, but uh, also want to talk about interim goals and things with that. And then uh, well, why don't we uh, we start it off here with uh, the controversy and um, what's going on um, on another podcast is how it all got generated, but the... Uh, <laughs> interview that the ceo of iron man did on uh that how they train podcast um first off i don't one, even Elliot? why did he even agree to that because it just didn't start off on a good foot and it definitely didn't end on a good foot either <laughs> i completely agree i was shocked that he got him um but as andrew said i i don't you know i accept any inter- interview request he said so <laughs> maybe, maybe we should ask him to come on here uh, i don't know he doesn't <laughs> like me either <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right you did you did get a response to him he's that, that he says he gets back to everybody right yep so um i don't know i mean at the same time so i guess we could um not spoil it but also talk about some of the things that were on there um i mean i think i in a way i feel bad for for andrew and um you know he kind of put himself in a challenging situation for sure yeah. and i don't think it was there was no no winning in the way that uh um the jack kind of uh the question he's asking i mean i think they're all fair questions um you know but uh that was that was interesting and in, and in how it was handled and um did you listen to jack's post uh discussion yet no i haven't what okay. did he have to say about that or are you do you want to share it on the podcast uh sure i mean i think you know we'll keep it high level um i mean i guess we'll recap the conversation a little bit more but basically uh jack the the host of how they train was asking you know kind of start off with asking about um the two-day race format you know and why those are maybe i'm off on the order but some of the main topics were the two-day race format like why they're in different places and ultimately kind of getting at the point that um you know iron man's just in it for the money um and I think, and and Jack actually did kind of admit this. I mean, the reality is they are a business, yeah. you know, and if they're not trying to maximize their profits, then they're, you know, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, that's, that's what they do. You know, I, I don't see how you can really get frustrated with them for trying to be profitable. That's what a business is trying to, you know, is, is ultimately trying to do. And uh, in most cases, you know, yeah. um, so I do think, hundred percent that you know the two-day format is a great way for them to make a lot more revenue right because you're doubling the number of races that are that are doing uh that particular event um but you know um you know he did he did have some andrew had some fair points of why you know it's not in hawaii the other thing that was extremely interesting is that uh jack claimed in his his post um kind of self-interview that he only are that like 65 hawaiians responded to him on social media after listening to the interview and not one of them said that they wanted uh that that they were upset about the two-day format and that you know that was a problem for the for the to the town and the you know this the, the state um you know i will counter that 
right? The the gal, the hypnotist we had on, she did kind of make a reflection to, you know, the challenges on Thursday, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're never going to make everybody happy. But I did find that interesting that he claims that literally everyone that reached out to him that said they're Hawaiian said that they didn't have a problem, you know, with the two-day format. Um, so mm -hmm. that is that is kind of interesting, um, you know. But, um, you know, he, he did talk about why it was in France or why they were a month apart. And that being because, um, you know, that, uh, shoot, what is it? one of the uh, car rates or something like that is going to be in Nice that uh, um, around that time. So there's no way for them to do them, you know, really close to each other. Um, but uh, the thing that I guess I don't really agree with Jack on uh, that they got into a pretty good little tussle on was, um, you know, tr why, you know, <laughs> Andrew claiming or not understanding why Jack doesn't like old people. <laughs> 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 and um you know so jack's point was well you know then we have to have faster qualifying times where people have to be able to finish the race in a in a shorter period of time so that we can spread the pro fields and then spread the age group fields out uh a bit so that um you know there's not issues with drafting and you know that the men can have their day but more importantly the women can have their day and then the age groupers aren't interfering with that and I guess, I mean, I see where Jack is coming from with, you know, if we did have a shorter period of time, so therefore we could have a larger gap between the starting times of the race and still finish the race around midnight, um, that would help. But um, he even went on in his, his self-interview to talk about, like, there needs to be a prorated kind of estimated or calculated um, finish time for the older people to, like, calculate in their age. And like, that's just something pretty ridiculous to me that I don't think would, doesn't stand a, a shot in hell of actually ever happening. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, you know, I think that, uh, everybody deserves their, their right to go there and race. Um, but, um, you know, I, so I see where, where Jack is coming from there, um, on that's a way to get around that and still be in the one day format. Um, but, and again, as I've expressed, I actually am not, um, one that's super upset that, that it's now in a rotating fashion here and that we're not going to have Corona every year for, for both genders. So, uh, that's a little longer rant for me. What do you, what are you thinking here? Yeah. And I guess I'm a little more selfish in that regard. And I mean, I have family in Hawaii, so it was always like, I like going to Hawaii because it's kind of like a family reunion to me and. It's a time where we all meet up in on the big island and we all get to see each other. So in that regard, it's like, yeah, I always wanted it in Hawaii. And yeah. but then again, I've raced there four times now. And yeah, the, a, a change of scenery and having a world world class field would be really cool to race somewhere. And I just I hope Nice is just as popular as Hawaii as far as who wants to go and are are the age group men actually going to be going there or are they deferring their entries to hawaii next year and is that creating like a whole another issue yeah well i know the one athlete i coach deferred right and i don't blame yeah. them at all um yeah. yeah i think that's understandable it will be interesting to see if um you know they're going to be if they're going to have 
a challenge, you know, difficulty filling the field. Um, and then, you know, yeah, with, just one thing in general, like change for the age group fields is, I mean, have like having like an open category where we can all go off at the same time. Because, I mean, how did you like going in a later wave in Hawaii this year and passing a ton of people? And it just, I don't know, it just doesn't really feel like a race. And that's kind of how I felt at 70.3 Worlds when I raced there in 2021 is yeah. one of the last waves. Actually, Becca was almost the last wave to go. And right. you're just passing people all day long and she gets fifth amateur overall and just doesn't feel like you really did finish with that. Like it just, right. you're just finishing with the masses. So that's something yeah. just in general, I'd like changed because I mean, it's kind of hurt you in racing where you thought you won and you didn't win. And yeah. it's happened way more times than totally. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's happened yeah, a lot of times. We've talked about. I'm not sure I've ever mentioned it on the podcast here. I was getting ready to to start a petition, um, to kind of, you know, bring awareness to that and hopefully get some people on board with trying to offer a open division or something where you allow the the front of the Packers, if you will, to to go uh, in the front, and uh, that way you know, and let them do a mass start and. That way we know when you and I are side by side, we're actually side by side. Yeah. Uh, but then then the whole Kona thing happens and uh moving uh the race to the men's race to Nice and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hold off on uh doing anything this far enough. There's plenty of controversy going on right now. <laughs> so um you know, I don't know. I mean, is is the main intention to make just make it safer or is it to avoid all the packs? as far if it's a if it's a I think flatter it's a course both, right yeah yeah i think it is a combination of both. i mean i still think that was an issue in hawaii this past year i mean you're letting all the like oh, yeah. the 35 39 age group i mean that's a big group and of, i mean there are going to be packs i mean everyone gets out of the water in about an hour and everyone rides very similarly and it was still an issue so i mean i think if we just moved it back to a mass start it'd probably yeah. be the well, same thing i mean thing. i think i think the the real answer there is that we need to get drafting technology on the bikes yeah you know and and tracking that and you know we've had some testing of that happening now which is exciting um you know it seems to me at this point they're just really focused on the pro field with that and if they're I think there's too much competitiveness and things to not carry that over to doing it with the age groups as well. Um, but I think if you want to be a legitimate sport and you want to um, make sure things are actually being fair, that's that's the way to do it. And, yeah. you know, the technology is definitely coming to be able to, to allow us to do that. And, um, you know, I really hope that they can jump on that and they're willing to invest in it and that we see that in the very near future here. Right. So, I mean, that, that would help correct that problem, right? If we're having issues with drafting packs um, and even, you know, maybe people like, you know, we've talked about, I am a fan of, uh, and just like the pros do it, right. They, they ride in packs, you know, they're legally um, riding in packs and they're keeping, they're supposed to be keeping the gaps, but um, are they actually keeping the gap? correct like you know it's it's totally uh just well they're a lot subjective. closely monitored and i mean in our they, field, they are right 
it's but even, kind of like even the judge you know the the uh official right even back in my day i mean it's like you got pretty good idea on that but you you didn't know for sure like right. oh was that was that 12 meters was that 13 meters you know it's not that much difference distance you know it's, it's hard to tell at real speed sometimes especially because by the time you get up to that group um you know they hear the motorcycle and then they're changing things and they're you know trying to get out of the drafts and stuff like that so um you know i think it would be be huge to to bring that technology over but um you know that's uh that's something that uh i think would be would be really great and then would open up some doors to um have these conversations a little bit more legitimately uh because then you take out i mean i guess they're always going to come back to the swim safety and just that you know with smaller waves it's going to be more safe um and i think that will ultimately be the the barrier of entry or what prevents that from ever actually happening um but that doesn't mean we can't try yeah no and i i, I think the i think i actually think the majority of people like the wave starts just because there's far less congestion i mean do you remember doing those mass starts where you lined up in the wrong spot and i mean you're gonna get like trampled over and it's kind of yeah. freaky and if you don't really have experience with that it's it can be kind of dangerous it can be no doubt <laughs> and i smile here as you say that because that's the thrill and the you know i can't say it definitely not the the comfort um but that was part of the iron man experience yeah <laughs> you know and uh we've, we've lost that and i think that uh that you know getting through that first little battle there was was a big part of you know getting to the finish line you know yeah. and uh um so you know i think it's gotten easier from that perspective um, yeah and i mean i know, think and... that's i think that's the reason why my swim times have improved over the years is just because it's like at local ironman events you get to self-seat yourself so i'm kind of always up in the front right so you're avoiding kind of all that congestion at first and you can kind of just get on like with a good pack right off the bat and the swim is usually not stressful at all um and in like a in a local ironman event and it's pretty pretty much smooth sailing i mean very little contact and hawaii's a lot different though <laughs> yeah yeah well some other things we're we're talking about uh, actually we didn't talk about this yet um uh, i just got word about it today um uh, but did you know that um that the pto has purchased uh the new york city and the chicago triathlon mm. I did not know that. Um, so, you know, I'm uh, pretty excited, you know, by the the growth in the PTO um, and what they're doing. And I do think that they're going to, you know, if if the last two years are an indicator, they're really heading in the right direction and could really do some amazing things for the sport and uh, legitimize it and also make it more of a, a mainstream sport. Um, so, I think that uh, it's it's really cool, and the numbers that uh, they've discussed recently about you know what what they're bringing to the table, the um, you know views and things like that on their events um, have been really solid, and I think that they are a welcomed you know change and um, have the potential, like I said, to to really up triathlon's game here. So. Um, you know, I mean, I, th oh, I think right. it's oh. I think it's great for professionals. I mean, yeah. it's awesome for professionals. I mean, but do the races attract? I mean, does 
are you attracted to doing any of their races? I'm not. Nope. Uh, that's kind that, of the same. I mean, I'm, I did, I mean, I do look at the field sizes and the, how competitive they are <laughs> and in the amateur ranks, it just, you, I just had more of a vibe of this. It was kind of just like a local race where it wasn't as competitive yep. as an Ironman right. event. Yep. For sure. At this point, I would have to agree. Uh, uh, that, that does remind me of one thing we didn't talk about from the, um, the, interview there with with andrew um at the end uh jack did ask about uh the compensation for the professionals and if they thought it was fair um <laughs> uh, and i do find it quite comical i mean i guess in a way you can give him some credit for not answering yes or no but he clearly by not saying yes there implied that he agrees that they're underpaid um <laughs> right uh he didn't come out and say it um, and I'm surprised he didn't just lie and say, yes, they're fairly compensated or something like that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that was, that was interesting. And I think that's, um, you know, you, you hear like, uh, Jan Ferdino just came out with his schedule. He's going to be racing at least one of the PTO races. I think a couple of them, um, you know, these guys, the, the, the heavy hitters are, are going to, to these races. Right. Yeah. And you know, what they are saying, the PTO's really focus is to really make it so like there there's more of, of a, a series and kind of a story throughout each season, right? Yeah. Where, oh, you know, Ferdino got the best of the the Norwegians in the first race or vice versa, you know, but then they came storming back and, you know, beat them and like, you know, there's the the storyline there um to to a season versus just these individual races is yeah and i really think ironman ironman events are just so spread out now and i mean it's globally yep. so i mean there are there's talent at every race but i think these pto races are attract it's they're like world championship fields and that's kind of right. why I, I love watching them because with they're world, highly competitive with more than and, world championship yeah, money yeah right? i mean these these just standard kind of PTO races are bringing in more money than the Ironman world championships. I think, right. The winner. Yeah. yeah the winner gets more, right. Right. Um, yeah. Or it's at least comparable and, you know, definitely the uh, second, third, fourth, you know, fifth and the lower uh, finishers get a lot more. Um, so, you know, I think that's can't, that can't be something Ironman's too happy about um, yeah. because it is eventually going to, um, you know, it is causing them, I think, already in 2023, there's going to be pro athletes that are making the choice to go do these PTO races versus Ironman events. So uh, while the PTO is claiming they don't compete with Ironman, I think that's inaccurate. They're definitely competing with, with Ironman. I mean, I think they both ultimately obviously are, are interested in growing the sport, but, um, and, and PTO has made reference now to instead of doing 100K races to potentially doing 200K races. Um, so we'll see if that, if and when that doesn't look like that's going to happen in 2023. Uh, but, uh, but that could be, uh, could be cool. Yeah. And uh, maybe the Ironman distance won't be long enough for us pretty soon. <laughs> well, just going to one of those and just spectating the pro race would be just an amazing experience. So I think that's definitely yeah, on that's my bucket you're list. Gonna, you're going to have to come to age group nationals this year. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's pretty exciting. I, I didn't, you know, I probably would have been going anyways, but uh, I think it's going to make it a really fun weekend. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, what's on the docket for this year? Right? Well, my main races are Boston Marathon. Actually, no. My main 
events are the Team EMJ camp ah. at the beginning of next month, <laughs> uh-huh. which I'm actually pretty nervous for, but I've been training hard and feel like my biking, running, and swimming are in decent form now. So, but definitely nervous for that. I know there's a lot of very good athletes on that team. There are, but don't be nervous. Yep. Just, uh, uh, and I have you. That's right. Um, yeah. And then Boston Marathon in April, which I'm doing with you. Yeah, yeah. And how sick can we get Elliot before the race? That's really the big question. <laughs> <laughs> If I hear one cough or one sneeze from any of you guys, I'm leaving. That's the problem. You won't be able to. My town's too small. There's no hotels. Dude. <laughs> I'll stay with Brian while Downey. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's uh, see. Then I, I got uh, Ironman Canada in August. So yeah, I mean, I got a lot of, I got a lot of gaps to fill. So hopefully, this, I mean, I think just a lot of local races this year just to avoid all the traveling that I did last year. And then yeah, okay. something new, um, doing that, uh, swim run race. You are going to do it. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm doing the long course solo where I was going to ask you, so you've always done it with someone else. I mean, would you, is that more enjoyable doing it that way? Or would you prefer to do that by yourself? I mean, if my wife was a rock star like yours, I would definitely be doing that co-ed division and seeing how you guys could do. Um, that's that's just my take. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, I had, uh, yeah, just a really, really fun experience with doing it with a teammate. I thought that was super cool. Um, you know, I, I guess <laughs> I was racing a little bit more comfortably paced than... Um, you know, for most of it. So maybe that made it <laughs> more enjoyable or I wasn't, you know, in the pain cave the whole time. Like maybe, uh, if I was going by myself, uh, would have been pushing a little more, but, um, you know, I don't, it was, it was, it, I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, even if you look at the main events in the world championships for swim run and stuff, it's all team stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, I th- actually, I mean, maybe they do have individual now, but I mean, it's, it's based on the team. So I'm I'm definitely more kind of inclined to to go that direction, um, but uh, you know, doing it individually would be fun too. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll talk to Becca and see because yeah, I mean this this one seems pretty hard. I mean, 21 miles of running and like 8,000 feet of vert, so it's just a lot yeah. of feels like a lot of hills or a lot of, a lot of hilly hills, trail running. Yeah, you're gonna have to come do Casco Bay instead in Maine here, where it's you know there's a couple of hills, but it's it's quite flat uh, for the running. So, like, what are what's the general vibe at those? I mean, is it more? Is it? I mean, I feel like it's definitely more laid back than like a triathlon. Oh, uh, totally, totally laid back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very low key. It almost feels to me more like a like a cyclocross race or something like that, where it's not nearly as intense. Um, people are there to have a good time. I mean which people are doing the same in Ironman, but um, yeah, it's just not, not the same at all. So I think you'll, you'll like, it. it'll be refreshing yeah. and uh, should be good. And then I'm contemplating maybe Honolulu marathon in December, just because I want to go to really? Hawaii. <laughs> you want to go to Hawaii? Okay. Yeah. 
and I just don't really have like a very full schedule now. So maybe. So I think my A race definitely is Ironman Canada. Like I definitely want to Bring perform it. really well there. Pick up a Hawaii slot for the year after. Yep. Cool. What about yeah, you? That's understandable. Uh yeah, I'm not prioritizing every man jack camp. I am extremely excited about it. Probably the <laughs> uh, um, thing I'm looking forward to, maybe even most of the season here. Um, had so much fun last year and just being with that group of guys and um, being kind of almost treated like a pro for the weekend. And much as I love my family time, you know, having some time away from the kids <laughs> and, and being able to focus on training and um, is uh, is nice. For a few days, you know, for sure. So, um, you know, that and then the, I'll do the Lake Placid training camp that Peak puts on uh, in the middle of May. So those uh, those will be a blast. Um, but, uh, yeah, Boston uh, running, you know, first, I guess I, you know, I did run the, a marathon last year to qualify for it, but it really wasn't a, a hard effort. Uh, so it's, it is going to be interesting to see what I can actually pull off here. Yeah. And, uh I'm definitely interested. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens here. I got to make sure I stay healthy here, and uh, and we'll see. So that'll be that'll be a good challenge. I am definitely looking forward to that. Um, and then I have um, Western Massachusetts seventy point three at the beginning of June, which is a new race, um, but still only what about two hours away from me. So uh, good opportunity to race there. Then uh, hopefully go defend my title at the White Mountains half um, from last year. Um, kind of uh, a race I'll likely keep on my schedule moving forward. Uh, I have a good relationship with, with Millennium Running and the organization that puts that on. And I do a talk the day before the race and stuff like that. So it's kind of become a staple in my my schedule. Yeah, you've been um, doing that every year. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, have Maine seventy point three at the end of July, and then age group nationals the weekend after, uh, and then I don't have anything scheduled after that at this point here. So, um, I do want to uh, hike at least uh, ten of the four thousand footers for those folks that are familiar in New Hampshire. There's forty four thousand footers, and I want to start checking those off with my kiddos. So, uh, I am. Uh, and prioritizing that hopefully and so uh those will be some things we'll, we'll hopefully be doing this summer uh as well uh, but then you know would like to if if things went really well i'd love to actually go down and do um daytona it's uh actually on my oldest birthday uh, but they do have a kids race the day before so um that would be cool to head down there at the beginning of december which would make for a long season, but uh, I think it would be fun to do um, one of those those races. It's Clash Daytona now here. I haven't done any Clash events yet. So definitely keeping an eye on that one. Um, <laughs> I I don't plan to race uh, Ironman World Championships, even though my comments in our last podcast here said that I <laughs> haven't closed the door on that. I do like, I'll give Steve Vargo a shout out. He texted me right after that and said, uh, looking forward to his, uh, his fresh croissants that I'm going to bring back for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, we'll see. You well, know, never I, say never. 
You talked me into Never Saint George. Right. You talked me into Saint George last year. <laughs> That's right. You glad you did it? Yeah, it was a good experience. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I am. I still got to talk to my partner. There has definitely been discussions about uh, doing Casco Bay with one of my friends and clients, um, but we haven't nailed that down yet here. So I do need to check in with him on that and see where where we're at with that. That would be totally fun to do. Um, uh, but at the same time, schedule is filling up pretty quick for me. And that's, um, well, I guess you get two days of racing and at age group nationals, but then three to four halves on top of that is, is, and then the training camps is, is definitely a, a busy season. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Then, uh, mixing up a little bit with training here and going to be interested to see how that goes. And um, definitely looking forward to uh, to what 2023 has to bring here. Same here, yeah. And we're still Becca's kind of on the fence with a lot of races because she made the first cut for the Zwift team, and she's waiting to hear back. So, yeah, it's just like very I mean, unusual how just delayed they are. Where, I mean, usually they form teams before the year even starts. So. It's just yeah, interesting to see uh, what the I mean I was kind of shocked that she hadn't heard back when we were talking about that at some point not too yeah. long ago. Um so um you know let's see if uh see what happens there. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I think if she oh, made it, she, she'll do uh she, will she have or does she have to do an Iron Man if she does that? I mean, they very heavily emphasize that. So yeah, she has like a schedule where if she made the team this is what she's going to do and if she didn't make the team this is what she'll do so i think Coeur d'Alene's cool. on the books if she made it just to get to hawaii for this year yeah. and then if she didn't do it i think she might do uh iron man canada with me ah so, all right the full <laughs> is in the mix either way huh? yeah cool Very so yeah okay. i mean i'm pretty sure i could talk her into that uh swim run event too <laughs> i just yeah. i want to avoid the fighting i hope I, I really want it to be a good experience for both of us. Yeah. Well, first time for both of you, right? You know, go in there with no expectations, just have some fun. I'm sure yeah. you still do, still do very well, even with that mindset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that looks like some beautiful country that you get to get to race in. Uh, I think you'd you'd absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, mm -hmm. so when is H, is H Group Nationals? Is that in August? Yeah, first week of August. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, that uh, let's get that one on your schedule here, and then. Well, I'll do that um, if you do Ironman Canada with me. <laughs> all right, I guess you don't have to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, sure, that'd be great. That'd be great. You you get Kristen on board and uh and I'll be there. Okay. I'll talk to her when I come visit you in April. There it is. All right. That's right. You got <laughs> chance to do it face to face. <laughs> uh, but no, I I guess just quickly here to talk about, you know, so people if you um you know haven't lined up your schedule yet, you know, we we did talk a bit about this in the last episode, kind of it really depending on motivation and things like that. And, you know, in mind to what other races you're doing and all that, but I guess 
the other thing I really encourage people to do is to have some, I mean, those ultimately are kind of short-term goals, depending on when you're racing, but also having, excuse me, some, some goals um, outside of that. So whether it's, you know, same thing that we may have been doing over the winter, you know, where, you know, you know, your bike needs to get stronger and you need to, uh, you know, improve on that or your swim is, is not where it needs to be. Um, keep kind of thinking about those kind of things and use those as, as motivation. Um, so, you know, again, that's something probably working with a coach can help you to figure out and make sure hold you a bit accountable with those, um, you know, help you find what, what does make sense and where you'd be best off spending your time. But also remember that, um, you know, you gotta be present and kind of just a reminder to, to focus on every workout and just doing your best in every workout, thinking about what your goals are for that workout, you know, really shouldn't be more than one or two things. Um, and, and hopefully it's pretty clear and, you know, you don't want to overcomplicate things, but, um, just remember to take it one workout at a time, you know, one day at a time and, and be present and, you know, that's, what's going to lead to success moving forward. Yeah. So. And I think as coaches, I mean, I think we clearly describe in the, in our workouts, I mean, what is the goal? What is this workout shooting and what should you be shooting for? What's the intention right. of it? And yeah, if you don't have an intention, then you should probably ask your coach or think about you're, right, yeah. what you're doing there. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that that helps. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions or thoughts or feedback on that, feel free to, to leave us some comments here. Um, and that would be helpful and something we can, we can bring up for, for next time here. Yeah. So cool. I just can't believe this is our 14th year of racing. This has been a very long journey a very long and fun journey though. It has. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's been 14 years for me. I know. 14 plus years. Um, I can remember uh, talking smack with you on beginner triathlete like it was yesterday, man. <laughs> I wonder, so does that, does that to, place... I still remember you passing me, actually, at, at Ironman Arizona that first time on the run. <laughs> I can remember that. You went by pretty swiftly. Not so happy that's... about that. So that's been your motivation all these years. It's like, that's never yeah, going to happen again. <laughs> uh, yeah, no doubt. But uh, yeah, excited for another year. And uh, it should be uh, should be a good one. Well, I was looking up your results yesterday when we were talking, and you have 12, 12 wins, whether that's Ironman or half Ironmans, and I only have one, so... <laughs> <laughs> I had not De definitely outdone me there. <laughs> all right. All right. You're going to beat me at camp? I'll try to in the water. <laughs> no, no swim tests. No, no uh, swim races. <laughs> but we do, we do usually. Uh, last year, there was one swim race at the end of it, was more of a, a team thing um, at the end of one of the workouts, which was a lot of fun. But, uh, I'm uh I'm gonna tell you right now I I decline any uh swim races that you uh you throw at me in a couple of weeks. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. I don't think you're uh, too far off from me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know about that in the pool, especially. But 
Good deal. All right, everybody. Well, hopefully that was helpful. And uh, oh, yeah, definitely give us your comments, uh, comments and feedback as well on everything with Iron Man and uh, that recent podcast and interview and what your thoughts are on the state of Iron Man because it's definitely a lot going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, happy training, everybody. And we will, you know, we're going to get this one out soon. We're going to get a nice regular cadence going, right, Elliot? And uh, yep. the hiatus is over here. <laughs> it is. Thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Take care.